I was talking to a, a pro athlete the other day. He's, uh, he lives in the same building I do, and his, some of his mail got delivered to my address accidentally. And uh, I seen the guy in the lobby, and see, now I'm wearing, I don't know, a 25-year-old flannel shirt with a tear in it. Just came from the Home Depot. I have uh, stains on my jeans from glue, from you know, carpet, uh, not carpet, from uh, wood flooring, like glue, gluing down wood floors in a high rise, you know? So I have glue all over me. I'm wearing a 25-year-old ripped t-shirt, ripped uh, flannel shirt. And you know, I don't, it didn't take him two seconds to, to assess of like, oh, like this guy's not, you know, the way I was speaking or you know, body language or speaking to him, um, now he, didn't, he wasn't paying attention that I just jumped out of a Maybach in front of the building. He didn't see that part because he was talking to someone else in the lobby. It, uh, it didn't take him two seconds to assess of like, oh, this, is, this fella's up to something and I should treat him as such, you know? You know, I looked like a bum. There's like plenty of truck drivers that have higher fashion than I was exhibiting at that moment. And, he, you know, and, it, and it doesn't take two seconds for a human to understand that. So, and I, I think I was wearing this watch as well. <laughs> Not that he paid attention, but so, you know, it's $100,000 and change for a watch and an old ripped shirt that you couldn't get $3 for on the internet. <laughs> I, I don't think that, um, I don't like most people, and I don't think anybody's supposed to like me. I don't think, uh, I don't think I'm owed to that from anyone at all. And, um, you know, uh, uh, the way you ask that question is fantastic, because the way a lot of people ask that similar thought, you know, they have that similar thought, but the way they phrase a question like that is, you know, you know Derek, Derek, how do I make somebody like me? How do I, you know, how do I, you know, make, make this guy like me? Make some woman like me, and you know it's uh, it's the source of ninety percent of your problems if you're thinking that way. You know, so it's it's great the way that you're you're thinking that way of uh, how do you think about relationship building, and um, you know, I, I think first you got to think about well, you're going to think a lot about target market related to others of who are the people that you want to associate with. But before you can answer that question, you got to go back to the foundations of that three sacred questions exercise of you know what kind of man are you. What kind of life do you want to live? And you know, without clarity on that, um, nobody of any substance, you know, the, the best men or the best women are not going to be eager to hang out with you know, uncertain and indecisive people. So you, you have to have that certainty and decisiveness yourself. And it might not be popular. The answers to those questions might not be popular. The answers to those questions might not win you an election. So you, know, you, you have to be able to live with that. And, um, I, I really think it'd be a miserable life to, to not have that thought in your head of, you know, who, who am I? What do I want? And maybe not noble things. Maybe not noble things. I don't mind saying publicly, I say somewhat frequently, and people talk like selfishness is a bad thing. I think selfishness is great. I don't trust anybody that tells me they're not selfish. I don't want to be friends with anyone that wouldn't admit to me, at least privately, that they're a selfish person. Yeah, the, the people that talk that way, the people that talk about altruism the most, like literally are the most scumbag, piece of shit, awful people in the world. It's like the worst of the politicians, the worst of the religious leaders. And those are the people that are like, oh, every, everything, give, 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 altruistic, altruistic. So I start with that selfishness of, you know, what kind of man am I? What kind of life do I want to live? And 
until you have that clarity, you don't, you know, that, that's the northern star of your life of how you should, that, that, that t gives you the answer. What should you be saying no to so you can say yes to the things that you want most? Who are the people that you need to avoid at all cost so you can optimize your time with the people that would be most beneficial to you and you would be most beneficial to them? And, um, you know, the, the nicer part about me or the part that makes me quite useful to others is I don't think anybody owes me a goddamn thing. So I think if, if I want anybody to do anything for me, I better make myself extremely useful to them. Because nobody's going to do a fucking thing for you if not, or at least not for any period of time. So, you know, I, I, I kind of go about my day thinking about that of, uh, you know, if I want to enhance my own life or my own happiness or, you know, social resources, intellectual resources, financial resources, I'm going to have to have some other high-quality people around. So, you know, I try to share those resources with that select group and, you know, there'll, there'll be imbeciles on, on the internet. They're like, you know, <laughs> a criticism that I get on Instagram, say, is people will write me and they say, you know, Derek, you're not even here helping the people that need it most. You're just helping people that were, they were already going to be successful. And now you're helping them make an, be even more successful. You're part of the problem, Derek. And it's like, well, feel free to unfollow. If you don't appreciate what I do, feel free to unfollow. Go fumble around with, you know, go ask some homeless people for advice. See how that works out for you. Or they'll write me, they'll say, uh, I'll, I'll invite them to, you know, like a webinar thing I'll do once or twice a month. I'll do a public webinar. And once a month on average. And uh, I'll, I'll send an invitation for that, that if they enter the word wealth on my Instagram, they're going to get an invitation to show up to that next you know, webinar. All right? And then, and, and right on the thing, I hate the word free. I hate the word. I never use the word free in any, in any outward marketing communication. You don't want somebody that responds to the word free. You don't want somebody. You don't want the maximum number of people that are respond to the word free. So I might say something in there. It's like, you know, you know, join this event for no charge, which anybody with an IQ of like 80 could interpret no charge means free, but without hitting that key word free. So, you know, yeah, join this event for no charge, blah, 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 blah. You know, if you're, if you're serious and dedicated, join us here for no charge, blah, 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 on this time and date. All right. And then they'll write me and they'll say, is it free? If they read the fucking thing. Now, is that my target market? Is that somebody that I... If they, if they had the money and they wanted to give me the money, is it somebody you want to sit in the room with? Somebody you want to spend your future with? All right, so, you know, you have, you have to think about that in, in every aspect of your life. It's like, uh, uh, and, you, know, you, go, you know, usually I just ignore those people and, you know, or I say something like, if you, if you, if you uh, prefer free over valuable... You know, please unfollow and fumble around by yourself. Best wishes. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily insult them. I don't say, but if that's their preference, if you like free, and the fucking thing is free, by the way. There's no charge. But they didn't even, they didn't even care enough to read the fucking thing. And it also tells me about someone's judgment where, it is, I mean, if they, if they, they see I got almost 600,000 followers. I got my little blue check mark. I got 593,000 or something at the moment, okay? And that person would rather write me and ask me, and I actually do look at most of my DMs, I look at myself actually, still, because I want to know who are, these, who are the right people and I want to change that message to some extent to make sure them communicating to the right people and actively alienating the not right people, all right? And 
but somebody that would, uh, would rather send me that message and ask me something that's obvious rather than read the fucking, you know, read a few lines of text or click on the fucking thing to see what it does, that also tells me something about their judgment. Yeah? Yeah. So is, is, is a person who's, they're not going to be considerate of me. They're not going to be considerate of any of the other clients either. It's, not, it's probably not going to be a very high-functioning person. You know, if they're, if they're having trouble struggling with that, they're probably not very resourceful in most other things they do. And you could say, well, Derek, that's too harsh. It's a, sample, it's a small sample size, or it's not enough information. No, but there's a reason your brain you know, looks for heuristics about people. So first, first, one has to think about who you are and what you want in a very selfish way, in an extremely selfish way, in a way that you, know, you think society would judge you negatively for, but it's just the fucking truth. And then you gotta go find other people that are gonna be compatible with that life. And, you get, you know, and if you want those people around, you're gonna have to make yourself useful to them. You're gonna have to, it's gonna have to be a goal of yours that, you, know, that you, you understand, you're not thinking in the short term, you're thinking about midterm and long term outcomes. And you understand the more I could make myself useful to these people in general, when something comes up in my life, they'd probably be happy to you know, share some resources or some wisdom or some something to help me out with that too. If you need something right now, you can never have it. If you need it right now, forget about it. But if you're thinking like that, making those social investments you know, proactively and preemptively with men, and we'll go to the woman part, if you're making those investments proactively and preemptively, that um, yeah, when, you, when you meet somebody interesting, it's, it's a, it doesn't take a lot of effort to go out of your way to, to bring them a fucking almond, or if you've got 100,000 pounds of almonds and you bring them you know, a, a pound or so over there, pound and a half, yeah, that's memorable. So little things like that. What did that cost? What's, what's that cost you at your, uh, your cost of production for that? It's like three bucks? Would it be significantly more because it's processed, so it's not just the quantity of the nuts. And then these are also small snack sizes, so they would be far more expensive. But I would say the value of that entire thing would be under $30. You think he's going to get more than $30 back for that, one way or another? Uh, it's, it's like negligence. I, I asked the fellows who are not in the program, they're in a cluster right here, just to make things easier for, for everybody, less distracting for the room to chat with them, and you know, help them with uh, you know, current goals, future goals, and if it makes sense for them to join us later. I'd love to have the right ones. I'd love for the wrong ones to leave, but they have to make that decision, you know? So, you know, then, then you just get back to that. It's like, who's the target market? Who are the people that you, you want to attract? Who are the people that uh, you, you'd, you'd rather alienate I, mean, I, I spend a lot of effort thinking about how to alienate certain types of people that I don't want around. I'm pretty damn good at it, because ideally they wouldn't talk to me ever. Ideally they wouldn't talk to me ever, they'd go do whatever over there somewhere, you know? So um, I spend a lot of time thinking about that, and you know, a lot of people here now, the people are in the mastermind groups, like, um, people are coming to me at events, they're, 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 they want to join, and they're, they're eager to hand us $20,000, and you know, Good chunk of those, it's, it's more than half a million dollars. I'm just like, no, I, no, I can't. No, I can't. So not, it's not the right time. You know, it's, just, it's, gonna, it's, it's what uh, I think you know, Travis mentioned that yesterday. If I can't picture myself hanging out alone with this guy in my living room and feeling totally happy, feeling just as comfortable or happy as if I was there by myself, you know, I don't want him around. I don't want him around. 
if I couldn't feel comfortable that, you know, I, somebody, the mastermind group, it should be somebody that I could take them on my friend's yacht, I could take them on my friend's jet, or we could go to like Burger King together. Or if I was in a hurry, if I was in their city and I had a really rushed day, but I'm, you know, hey bro, I got 45 minutes to hit the gym, why don't you come through and we'll chat between sets. They'd be totally happy about that and totally comfortable and might be too busy. Ideally be a person who's too busy themselves to even come. So they, they wouldn't even be able to make it. But if they could make it, it'd be comfortable, it'd be fun. It wouldn't be like, you know, well, hey, you know, let me tag along for whatever else you're doing that I wasn't invited to. I, you know, it should be something like that. If, it's, if I feel any little icky, I'm stuck, no, no, no. And um, I would say that you got to think about, you know, assets versus liabilities in this context, you know, whether in a business context, whether in a, a social context with men, or whether in your, your, your dating life, you have to think of like, well, if I let this person into my life, you know, maybe they're gonna give me 20 grand right now. And that's okay, that's nice and everything. But if they're gonna be, you're causing me $100,000 in problems later, if they're gonna make me feel emotions, I'd be delighted to pay 50 grand to get rid of. You might've, you might've taken a $20,000 asset, but you also took on a 50 or $100,000 liability. And it's really worse than that. Because the, the type of people that we have in that group is like, it's, it's not a joke that there's gonna be a billion dollars in wealth created in that group. It's not an exaggeration that that's gonna happen because there's already tens of millions of dollars, cumulatively, okay? So if you start bringing, if you start diluting the quality of the people there, it's gonna be awkward and make things uncomfortable. Are the other members even gonna to wanna to participate and hang out with people like that? So it's a lot worse, and I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying 50 or $100,000 to make it relatable. It's really much worse than that. Allowing the wrong people pollutes the environment that uh, it's really much worse than that. It's, it's probably millions of dollars or a lot more. So you have to think, and you gotta think about the same thing with like, about the worst thing you could do in your life is have a child with the wrong woman. About the worst possible thing you could do is have a child with a woman that, uh, you and her are just not compatible together. Doesn't mean she's a terrible person. But having a child with someone that you're just really not very compatible together, about the worst thing you could do to yourself and to the poor little bastard that you're gonna to have to abandon to go live your life the way you want to without him. So I, I think about things like that and I try to think about, you know, mostly long-term outcomes. You know, almost always long-term, it's like, well, What's the long term? What's the second and third order effect of being involved with this person or that person, you know? And, you know, I guess another social nuance, whether it's, you know, hot girl or wealthy guy, these people get lied to all day, you know? Any guy that has any significant social status uh, gets lied to all day long. You, you ever spend time in a big corporation? Or what are you up to? Yeah, um, I'm going to start it. Uh, and most companies have been my startup. Okay, well, fair enough. So when, when anything good happens, how long does it take before the CEO knows about it? Uh, it's pretty quick. And how many people are responsible for this, this good thing that happened? Uh, I, wish, I wish I could quantify that, but uh, I, I well, wish I Almost everybody's happy to take a bit of responsibility when something good happens, you know? Uh, anybody that could make a, you know, a, a feeble claim or have any, you know, oh, it's, my mere presence here helped with a good thing happen, you know? 
Um, how long, when, when something fucked up happens, how long does it take for a CEO to find out about that? It's like immediate, within seconds. Maybe in a startup, arguably, but in a, in a big corporation, when something bad happens, nobody wants to tell the guy in charge. And nobody's responsible for it, especially the people that are most obviously responsible for it. It's definitely it's not their fault, it's somebody else's fault. So, you know, you think about a, a, a pretty woman's life, and it's the same damn thing. You know, people that everybody wants something from them is like they, they have to be guarded, they have to be a little standoffish, and, uh, and they can't trust people. And, you know, a, a key element. A key element, if you have in the type of relationships you want, is that you, you can't need something from somebody else. They, they have to get the vibe that, uh, and you can't fake it. Those are the world subject matter experts. Hot girls and you know, you know, guys that have a, an abundant lifestyle, and women that have an abundant lifestyle, to say it that way. So powerful men, attractive women, are the world subject matter experts. Is like, is this motherfucker lying to me right now? And you know when somebody's bullshitting you. Right, then, then imagine that your whole fucking your your whole life is a series of people trying to bullshit you and get something from you. They want a job. They want to raise. They want to take a photo with you. They want to do whatever. Now you'd get even more adept at seeing the precursors to something uncomfortable or something you'd rather avoid. You know. So, yeah, you, you, there has to you have to have uh, you have to have a thought of. Uh, Make it a goal to help that person accomplish something important to them. You know, don't be needy about it. Don't expect any reciprocity at all, especially in the short term. You know, and about the time somebody gets that idea of like, oh, like this guy doesn't need money from me, doesn't want a job, doesn't want uh, anything from me. He's just uh, interested in what I'm up to. We have just have some similar interests and some similar goals, and he's pretty autonomous and independent by himself. About the time somebody feels like that, then they'll be reaching out to you. Because it's very rare in their lives. It's very rare in their lives that they're like, oh, you mean I could like talk to this guy and be myself and he's not gonna treat me weird? You know, they'll be calling you. They'll be reaching out to you. They'll be inviting you to go do something cool. You know? Well, even then I, I don't ask them for anything. If it, I for those type of relationships, you know, I might spend eighty-five percent of any effort being made is, you know might be offering them something you know, useful. I'm not trying to invent something to fucking pretend to offer them something useful, but just let them know, I was like, yeah, I'm a pretty resourceful guy. I think I might be able to help you with something. You know, give me a nudge. Don't be shy to give me a nudge. Send me a text. Let me know what you're up to. See if I can help. Happy to help if I can. I understand you might need to be discreet or private about something. I understand that. It won't be a problem. You know, and they can't find people like that. Everybody has, a, you know, it's the, the temporal, uh, temporal discounting bias. That people are always focused on, you know, short-term, immediate gratification. They want to get something right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. That's why they don't have anything. Because they, they're, they're always focused on right now, myopically focused on right now, and their immediate sensual uh, perceptions or, you know, like, I'm hungry, I want something right now. Or I want a, I want a million dollars right now. Well, you, you could have a billion fucking dollars maybe if you worked for it over time. If you need it right now, if you need a million right now, or you're not going to get started, then you're just going to stay poor. 